Good morning, everybody. Pastor Dewey Modi here of For God's Glory Alone Ministries. And the Lord has urged me to share with you this morning. I will not be in reserve today. Many pastors are at home or in their church offices broadcasting their sermon through Facebook, YouTube, and many other means. Uh, TV messages, radio messages. We do a House of Hope radio program that reaches eastern South Dakota, southwestern Minnesota, and northern Iowa on five radio stations back home where I'm from, Wyndham, Minnesota. This morning there's so many things on my heart, and I'm always asking the Lord every day what I should do, what He wants me to do. And I've been posting on our website along with Angel Murchison, Angel's Prayer of the Day, and Kelly Snellgrove, the Word of the Day with Kelly. They've both been doing that since the year 2013 when we first started this website. This morning I'm praying for my wife Sharon, uh, who uh, her clinic is closed right now, but she's able to work from home doing computer work our son Lars in Chicago, he has been laid off like thousands and thousands of others. And now they're saying there's a great threat in Chicago. And our daughter Gretchen started a new career as a respiratory therapist this past week. And we're praying for you and all these concerns we all have. And the different guidelines, the social distancing and we're doing that here, and Daisy and I still go out in the moon docks and do our running. But we're praying for you. If we didn't have the Lord, if we did not have the Lord, we would have been swept away a long time ago. Through fear of this world, the, the bad things that happen, if we do not have the Lord, we will be swept away. And that's... I'm sure why many preachers still preach to this day, praying that people will come to Jesus. I'd like to do something this morning with you is pray with you. Please pray with me. Bow your head. Get on your knees if you would like. But let's give it all to our Lord. Heavenly Father, we turn to you in prayer, not panic in response to this pandemic. We praise you as our almighty creator and sustainer. You are the author of our days, our refuge and strength. Lord, we humbly ask that you push back and remove this virus from us. Glorify yourself in this national and global emergency. We cry out to you, Lord, in unified prayer. For those who have suffered loss of family and friends from this virus, please comfort them. For those who are currently sick, we ask that you heal them. For those who are filled with fear and anxiety in the uncertainty of what to do or in isolation of quarantine, we ask that you be their courage and that they would acknowledge your presence Thank you for being our God who never leaves or forsake us. 
For those who are not able to work or earn a paycheck, we ask that you provide for their needs. Please connect them with services who are providing food and other resources at this time. For those who are researching and responding to the pandemic, we ask that you pour out your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in them and through them. Please incline our ears to truth and give us steadfast hearts as our confidence is in you. Our confidence is in you. Give us discernment to divide, divide rumors from reality. Help us to make wise decisions and listen to good information. From all hospital and nursing home staff, doctors, nurses, lab technicians, first responders, military personnel, truck drivers, grocery store workers, postal workers, all delivery persons, all who are serving us, nurses and the doctors and the respiratory therapists, all. And all these people that are supplying meals for people all over the world, right here in Albuquerque, please protect them and give them and their families peace as they serve. Help them to keep patients calm as they work and walk in faith in you. Lord, help us always to respond with your love to our neighbors, the widows, the elderly. Prompt us to check on those near and dear to us, as well as our neighbors, Help us to remember those around us who are most vulnerable to this virus and help them by bringing them groceries, food, cooked meals, or other things that will help them. For those who are making decisions about closures and cancellations, we ask that you guide them to consider what is best for people, not profit. Lord, that they will trust you and make the safest decisions for the population they serve, teach, entertain, and employ. Continue to pour out your creativity on us in the methods of staying connected and productive through technology. Lord, we thank you for our pastors who are working so hard yet to reach out to their congregations and to all people through TV, radio, Facebook, YouTube, and all other means. We pray that this unprecedented time in our generation would be used to draw nearer to you and our families that people will grow closer in a relationship with you, and those that don't know you will come to know you. Turn our attention to the many times we have thought or said we don't have enough time to do this and this and this. Help us to use this time to rightly reset. Let's push that reset button, people, and prioritize our relationship with you and our family. Let us draw near to you in faith as our Father and our fortress. Deliver us from this disease, we pray, and let your glory fill the earth as you respond to our prayers. Amen. Amen. For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts and give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. 2 Corinthians 4, 6, Ephesians 5, 8. Dearest Heavenly Father, thank you for making your light shine in our hearts to give us the knowledge of Christ, who is the glory of God. And thank you for making us light in Him. 
in the light of the world, Jesus Christ. Amen. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves. Colossians 1, 12, 13. Dear Heavenly Father, how we thank you for rescuing us from the dominion of darkness and bringing us into the kingdom of your dear Son, the kingdom of light. Thank you that he is the inheritance of all the saints, of everyone who believes in the Son. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, and whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3:16. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for giving your Son and for enabling us to believe in Him and have eternal life. How can we ever thank you enough for the gift of your Son and for the faith to receive Him? May our lives reflect our, oh, our praise, our praise for your wonderful grace. For the Savior's sake, amen. You know, one of my all-time favorite stories is about John Newton and Amazing Grace. Do you still believe in Amazing Grace? Ephesians 1, 1 through 12. Do you know the story of John Newton? He was in his early 20s when he made his way to Africa where he became involved in a lucrative enterprise called slave trade. As a young man, he was known for his constant ridicule and mocking of those who were religious. In fact, history records that he was heard mocking Christ just hours before the ship was on, sailed into a very dangerous storm. On that particular night, the waves were at record depths, and the winds blew at tremendous speed as the driving rain battered the ship. For hours, the ship's crew fought the storm, and fought the storm, and fought the storm, and fought the storm, struggled. They struggled so much to keep the ship from sinking. But deep in their hearts, they knew it would be a lost cause. Finally, realizing that his life was coming to an end, the young man threw himself on the deck and pleaded, Lord, have mercy on us all! Lord, have mercy on us all! John Newton certainly didn't deserve mercy, but he received it that night. The ship never sank, and none of the people on board were harmed. It was a miracle that could have only come from a supreme being. It was a sure sign that God exists, and he, that he hears the cries for mercy. But unlike many of us who have cried out for God's mercy, received it, and then forgot about it later, John Newton never did. He never forgot. He never forgot the mercy that God had shown him on that stormy day in the Atlantic Ocean. That single event changed his heart and life forever. Very soon after that event, John Newton gave up his career in the slave trade, returned to England, be became a world-renowned preacher, and the composer of great hymns. The primary theme of his preaching was this. God is willing to deliver you from the storms of your life. And he traveled the world over preaching the message of hope. 
I love this, several years before his death, when his health was failing, people urged him to give up preaching because he was having great difficulty with his memory. In response to those requests, he said, It's true, it's true, that my memory is quickly fading, but there are two things I shall never forget. One, I'm a great sinner. Two, Jesus is a great Savior. What more do I need to remember? What more do I need to remember? John Newton experienced God's grace in a very dramatic way, and he understood that it is truly amazing. Do you understand that God's grace is truly amazing? And it's because of that one man's experience with God's grace that we have one of the greatest hymns ever written. Amazing Grace. Sharon and I love you. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. God bless.